we're going to check in on some old Ducks friends today. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. This is Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you all for making this your first listen of the day or your first watch of the day as we are now also on YouTube. Hopefully with not as many technical stuff going on. But nonetheless, we are here in playoff time. I mean, the Ducks are not in the playoffs. The Ducks haven't been in the playoffs. But hey, we got some former Ducks in the playoffs. So, I mean, we could check in on our old friends, right? Yeah? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's check in on our old friends. Uh, First off, a reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all that good stuff. And my personal Twitter, as you can see right here, is at StimpyJD. That's my personal Twitter. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. So let's get right into it. Today, we're going to check in on some old friends on both the eastern side and the western side. And let's begin with the western conference because, well, first off, west coast, best coast. I mean, how could you not say that? Second of all, there are two former Ducks that are kind of tearing it up right now. (laughs) Actually, they're they're doing very well. And I got to give some love to Josh Manson first off. Josh Manson has taken a page from the Corey Perry playbook. And starting to get a little bit, I don't want to say agitated, but he's starting to get that edge that I could tell that came from Corey Perry. So let's start with the Colorado Avs and the Edmonton Oilers. First off, out of the way, the Oilers have no former Ducks on their roster right now. So we we don't even care about the Edmonton Oilers. In fact, even though I had a dream 10 months ago, you know, foreseen that the Oilers are going to be in the final... That's not what I hope is going to happen. What I hope is going to happen and what I expect to happen is that the Colorado Avalanche are going to win the West. They're going to win the Campbell Bowl and they are going to the Stanley Cup final against either New York or Tampa. We'll talk about that in a second. As far as Colorado, they are up in their series two games to none, including a shutout from Pavel Francis. I did not see that coming. If you had a Frankie shut up before the game, I would have said you're an effing liar. Especially given game one when Francois gave up a few goals late and Edmonton nearly came back to tie things up. They were within one goal. I think it was 7-6 at that point. So after that game, you would think Francois is going to allow at least two or three goals. No, no, that did not happen. Last night's game, in fact, was just a bloodbath from the start. Colorado went on to shut out the Edmonton Oilers. Let me repeat that. It was a shutout scoring in this game. Oh, by the way, guess who scored last night? Yeah, our old buddy Josh Manson scored. By the way, game one, Cog scored on a nice given. Not a give and go, but it was a nice two-on-one breakaway. Logan O'Connor got the assist, and good to see Cogs get that goal. By the way, the game-winning goal. He got the game-winning goal in game one, and Josh Manson scored the second goal 
in 15 seconds. That was two goals in 15 seconds, three goals in two minutes. That second period, it was Lykanen, Manson, and Rantanen scoring three goals, bang, 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 right away. And Manson was in the middle of that. Oh, by the way, guess who got the primary apple in all those goals? Yeah, Nazim Kadri. Who knew, right? I Yeah, I did not see that coming. But Josh Manson's shot, uh, it was a perfect shot. Perfect, perfect shot. He was about 30-ish feet away, close to the blue line, and just ripped it. He ripped it short side, thing of beauty, maybe 12 inches off the ice. And it, it was kind of in that area just above the pads and right under the shoulder. I mean, it was a perfect shot. Virtually a seven-hole goal for Josh Manson, who, by the way, has been scoring goals with relative ease. And I hate to say it, but he's been scoring more at will with Colorado than he has with the Ducks. Look, I'm just telling you the facts. I'm just telling you what's been going on there. So- sorry, Ducks fans. Like, I-, I want to be nice here. But Josh Manson, so far in these playoffs, has six points Two goals and four assists. I I love it. I mean, I love seeing Josh Manson just be happy in his new surroundings. He obviously really wants a cup. And for someone that spent eight years in Anaheim and that worked and worked and worked his butt off during those playoff runs early in his career. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I, I think he'd be deserving of a cup. He worked very hard, especially. Especially in that 2017 run where they made it to the conference final. He worked his tail off. And now all of a sudden, he's tripled his point scoring in just 12 games. He's got, once again, two goals, four assists, six points in this playoff. But what I love is a little flicking of the ear in game one. And then last night, as he avoids a check, he kind of spins out of the way, avoids a check, and then just shoves a guy just out of the way to his bench and I can see the little smirk on Josh Manson's face so I guess I know who I'd be happiest for by a long shot I mean Cogs was a integral part of that team but if you're a Ducks fan you've got to be excited to possibly possibly see Josh Manson hoist Lord Stanley's cup and he would be deserving and and He's a free agent at the end of this season. So I I hear the chatter. I see you, Ducks Twitter. You want Josh Manson back. Best case scenario, maybe best case scenario, is he gets his cup. He brings that playoff experience back to Anaheim. And he signs a deal with the Ducks, therefore eliminating the problem of, well, they need defensemen. So that would take care of that little issue. That would be best case. But let's just say Manson does win it. He would probably be like the fourth or fifth or sixth guy to get the cup when they pass along the trophy. But I, w- I would be thrilled for Manson. And Cogs I'd be happy for too. I mean, Cogs was important. The way he left the Ducks, maybe not the best, but I'd still be happy for him. So those are the two Ducks that are currently playing in the Western Conference Final. So this is more of like, let's check in on our old friends. Let's see how they're doing. And th- that's what this is going to be about. All right, we're going to head into an, an intermission. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. And it's where the game starts. 
they have you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. You have the NBA Finals. Yeah, the NBA Finals are going on. Celtics, Warriors, I'm a Laker fan, so, you know, I don't want the Celtics to win. I don't want to see the Celtics win, but we have the Stanley Cup playoffs. And by the way, Bet Online also has lines for other playoffs, which I alluded to yesterday. You have the OHL Finals, you have the AHL Playoffs, and of course, you have the NHL. Right now, Colorado heavily favored to win the series. As far as the series we're about to talk about, it's pretty even. In fact, for Game 2, Tampa Bay is the favorite. So if you feel like putting some money on Tampa, or if you think New York is going to take a 2-0 lead, the Rangers are the underdogs. So hey... If you think you want to try to make a pretty penny and you think the Rangers are going to win, head to Bet Online right now on your mobile device or on your laptop. Once again, Bet Online is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Now, by the way, looking at some of these lines on Bet Online right now, it's a pick 'em between the Rangers and Lightning, and it's kind of weird seeing the Lightning as the favorite. As far as the series is concerned, the Rangers are a minus 120, the Lightning are a plus 100. So it's pretty even as to who's going to win the series as far as the betting is concerned. But hey, there's two other playoffs. One of them I hadn't talked about, so I'm just going to briefly mention this uh, AHL playoffs. They start tonight. Between the Stockton Heat and the Chicago Wolves. And guess who's the favorite by a long shot? The Chicago Wolves. They are a minus 152. Stockton Heat a plus 260 despite Dustin Wolf. Chicago has the home ice advantage for the rest of the playoffs. On the other side, you have the Springfield Thunderbirds. And you have the Laval Rockets. So shout out to Scott and Laura from Locked on Habs. Your team is still in it. So Chicago Wolves. Let's see what they can do. Let's see if they can take home the Calder Cup. And also, I mentioned this on yesterday's podcast. The OHL Finals, the fight for the Bobby Orr Trophy. The Hamilton Bulldogs and the Windsor Spitfires. The over-under is 5.5. I take the over on this easily, but the over is a minus 338. That's not even worth it. (laughs) The Hamilton Bulldogs, Windsor Spitfires... There's not even a money line for this game. Hamilton is the easy favorite in this one. They have not lost a playoff game yet. Once again, I mentioned this yesterday. The Hamilton Bulldogs, they've gone faux, faux, faux. And if you're an NBA Classics fan like myself, faux, faux, faux. If you know what that means, you're a true NBA fan. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) But even like the favorite... It's a minus two and a half for the Hamilton Bulldogs, who, by the way, are led in part by a Ducks prospect, Mason McTavish. So we will be checking in on Mason McTavish all of next week. Let's see if he can hoist a trophy and then come back strong with Anaheim next season. All right. Eastern Conference. I talked about this. Rangers Lightning. Lightning's the favorite tonight. Well, that's... Partially because they have a Corey Perry on their team. And Corey Perry has been to the Stanley Cup final two years in a row. Maybe three if they win this series. And they also have Pat Maroon, who has a personal streak going. So I want to talk about both these guys and talk about their streaks. Because this is kind of ridiculous. 
Uh, first, I do want to point this out because I pointed this out to Sarah Avampato, and she thought this was stupid. So I'm going to repeat it because it is fantastic. Corey Perry is tied for the team lead in goal scoring for the playoffs. I'll repeat that for everyone in the back. Corey Perry is tied for the team leading goals. Yeah, that Corey Perry. Yeah, <laughs> can you believe that? Corey freaking Perry. Let, let me actually preface this. That's 37-year-old Corey Perry. That's tied for the team lead. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but I love it. Also tied, Steven Stamkos, Andre Palat, and Ross Colton. They each have five goals. If you had told me that Corey Perry would have five goals in these playoffs, I would have said, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> Corey Perry. Two consecutive cup finals. He's lost two consecutive times in the cup final. If you're Corey Perry, the last two years, you think, well, if you can't beat him, join him. So that's what he's done with Tampa Bay this year. So he is chasing a cup. If he wins a Stanley Cup this season, if, 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 it would be 15 years between cup victories, which would be an NHL record. I mean, it's a weird NHL record to think about, but hey, it would be an NHL record. No player has gone between 15 seasons. No, no player has ever gone 15 years between winning a cup. And I'm sure Corey Perry did appreciate the one in 07, but the one in 2022, if he does win it, he's probably going to be bawling at that point because he's like, I never thought I'd see you again. I never thought I would get to hoist you again. And I thought he'd hoist it in 2015. That didn't happen. And I'm sure he thought he'd hoist it in 2015 as well. So he would probably appreciate it a lot more. And I bet you, I bet you if Tampa Bay wins the cup, Corey Perry's going to be the first guy that they pass that cup to. The first guy, and it's not even close. Because almost everyone else on that rust roster has won two cups. Corey Perry? No, 15 years. He's going to get it next. Mark my words on that. But again, that's if they win it. And I'm personally hoping Tampa Bay does win it. Because I don't want to see New York win it. Then you also have Pat Maroon, another former Duck. Now, Pat, Mar I like Pat Maroon. I've never really hated him. I liked him when he started off here in Anaheim. I thought he was perfectly fine with his role. I mean, yes, he was up and coming. Yes, he was a very young rookie coming in. And he was kind of thrust into a very important role. I mean, that 2015 run with Pat Maroon and Corey Perry, they both did spectacularly well during that particular playoff run. Corey Perry had 10 goals and 18 points. Um, Pat Maroon had 7 goals and 11 points. Those were two of your top scorers in that run. They thought they would win it in 2015. So I'm sure Pat Maroon said, hey, hey, psst, Corey, Corey, come, come to Tampa. C come on, come to Tampa. We beat you twice. I, I know you want a cup. I know you do. Just come over here. You're already getting paid $2 million from Anaheim. Just take the minimum. Take the minimum $1 million. You're going to get $3 million anyway. Just come to Tampa. Sure. <laughs> so I'm sure that's pretty much how it went down. Pat Maroon has a personal streak of three consecutive Stanley Cups. 
one with St. Louis, and two with Tampa Bay. So he has won three consecutive cups, going for his fourth consecutive cup. As an individual, Pat Maroon has won 14 consecutive playoff series. That is the most by anyone since members of the New York Islanders back before I was even born. 1980 to 1983. Those four consecutive Stanley Cups. That was the last time that players had streaks of longer. Some of those guys had streaks of 19 consecutive playoff series won. (laughs) I I can't even imagine winning as an individual player 19 straight playoff series. That's redonkulous. So in comes Pat Maroon winning 14 in a row. It could be 15 in a row. No one has even come close in the past 30 years. Actually, no one's really come close in the past 38 years. So, is is it cool? Yeah, it's kind of a cool, neat stat. Is Pat Maroon doing well in these playoffs? Yeah, he's doing all right. He's playing a big role for Tampa Bay. He's a big part of this. Do I hope they beat New York? Yes, because the Rangers have no former Ducks on their team. So, I can't talk about former Ducks on the New York side because, well, there are none. There just aren't any former Ducks on New York. So I'll just conclude with this thought. Um, If it is between Tampa and Colorado, who would you rather win? Hmm. I'll give my answer to that after this brief intermission while I get a drink. So stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. Hey, hey, that's that's me. That's me right there. Yeah, Jason J.D. Hernandez. The Twitter is at StimpyJD. And the show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. All right, so we're going to conclude. Just we're going to have fun with this today. I mean, this is kind of like a silly, not silly season, but kind of like a silly what if, which I hope is actually a what if. Because both teams are favored to make it to the final. If it's between the Colorado Avs and the Tampa Bay Lightning, who would you rather win the cup? Would you rather see Josh Manson and Andrew Cogliano win their first cup? Or would you rather see Pat Maroon win his fourth in a row? But more importantly, would you rather see Corey Perry win his first cup? In 15 seasons. I know there's a lot of of people out there that just hate Corey Perry. They hate him because he's a pest. No, you know what? As as Ducks fans would always say, he's our pest. He's our pest. And he's kind of rubbing off on some other guys. And you could see that. It'd be cool. For the optics of the story, it would be really cool to see Corey Perry win his first one. In a decade and a half. But also for the optics, it would be cool for Colorado to finally win their first cup in 20 seasons. The first, the last time they won a Stanley Cup, you had that dramatic picture of Raymond Bork lifting the cup. And the great Gary Thorne with that magical call. You know, after 20 years... Raymond Bork, you've got your cup. Like, I will never forget that. I'll never forget that. It'd be a cool moment. 
I'm sure a lot of those longtime Avs players on that team, they're going to be tearing up as well because a lot of those guys, they've been around for a while. I'm talking about the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, they're no spring chickens, some of them. But yeah, it, it, it would it would just be cool to see Cogs. Cogs is one of the oldest players on that roster. He's 34 years of age. The oldest players on those teams, Darren Helm, who had an important goal the other day, and I can't believe I'm mentioning him, Jack Johnson. <laughs> Former King, and thanks to him getting Jeff Carter to the Kings, that Jack Johnson. Aside from those two guys, Cogs is the oldest player on that roster, so he'd be one of the first guys to lift the cup. It would be cool. Me personally, I would rather see... Uh, I'd rather see the Lightning win it. <laughs> I'd rather see Tampa Bay... Here's why. Here's why I would rather see Tampa win it. I'm a bit of a softie. And seeing all those interviews between Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry over the past few months, they have so much respect for each other. They have a ton of respect. And as the years have gone on, I could see Corey Perry appreciating more the time he's had in the league because Pears knows. He knows that his time is drawing near in the National Hockey League. He just saw one of his best friends, like his best friend, he just saw him retire this past season. And they came in at the same time. So you know if you're pairs, you've got to realize this might be it. This might be my last and best chance at winning the cup one more time. And I think he would appreciate it just a little bit more. So for that sense, and for the other reason that I think if Colorado does not win it this year, They'll be back. Colorado has their core intact for a while. And they're also the kind of team that if they don't win it this season, they will have that chip on their shoulder and they will come back next season and maybe the following season. So Colorado's window is not going to close anytime soon. Tampa's window, I think, could close either by the end of this season or next season. So Tampa's window is closing this could be it. This could be their last ride. Colorado, you've got time. So that's why I'm slightly leaning towards Tampa Bay to win the whole thing. But if Colorado wins it, I won't be sad at all. If it's between those two teams. I mean, we still don't know. I mean, New York is leading the series 1-0 right now against Tampa Bay. As I'm recording this, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens as the playoffs draw to a close and I'll keep tabs on our former ducks as each series goes on. All right. That's going to do it for today's podcast. Next week, we will have one show with Sarah Avampado as we just have a little bit of fun. We'll catch up on juniors action. We'll talk about Mason McTavish next week. See how he does in the OHL finals. So we'll do all that and we'll look at some more possible prospects for the upcoming draft. So once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. For those of you on YouTube, uh, you could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD, as you can see right there. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. 
Once again, thank you for making this your first listen of the day or your first watch of the day. And make Locked On NHL your second listen of the day. We have a slew of great hosts that are part of the Locked On NHL Network. You have Gil Martin, you have Rachel Donner, Mike DiStefano is on there. And of course, I got to mention Western Conference Wednesdays with Jess Balmasto and Sarah Avampato. And I was actually on Western Conference Wednesdays this past week, so check out Locked On NHL for that. Once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated, and thanks for coming along the ride as we embark on this YouTube adventure. So, yeah, thank you all so very much. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend. Please continue to be safe out there. Please, please be kind to one another. And Ducks fly together.